1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: It's the Daily Mig Show Loud and Local Band of the Week. Here's the host of Loud and Local, Kevin Deers.
0: Hey, this is Kevin Deers with the Daily Mix Loud and Local Band of the Week. For the inaugural Loud and Local Band of the Week, I'm choosing a band that released an incredible album last year called The Garden. The band is called Medaheen, and they're going to be playing at the Black Lab Gallery up in Everett on January 27th. Let's take a listen to Medaheen.
2: to 10 p.m. on the rock 99.9 kisw the daily Mix show presents the most popular radio game on this side of the speaker let's play beat migs
3: because we made it. It's Friday. I think so. It's going to be. made it through another week (laughs) (laughs) and it's a beautiful blue friday hell
4: yeah big game is sunday we
3: are going to win okay we've we've got to yeah there's no other choice here there really isn't so fingers crossed we got chrissy from oak harbor today chrissy are you there i am good morning you guys what's up chrissy i'm sarah your host and it's time for you to get out of here steve bye-bye For those playing at home, Chrissy has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you'll only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? (laughs) Yes! Don't sound so confident. (laughs) (laughs) What is the name of Jack Skeleton's dog in The Nightmare Before Christmas? Zero. Yes. What Grey's Anatomy actor was named People's Sexiest Man Alive in 2023? My best friend's gonna kill me, but pass. (laughs) Who sat on a wall before suffering a huge fall in the nursery rhyme? Humpty Dumpty. Yes, the Canadian flag is what two colors? Red and white. Yes, the typical dressing for coleslaw is mainly what ingredient? Uh, Mayonnaise. Yes, before embarking on a solo career, Beyonce was part of what musical group? Uh, uh, Destiny's Child. Yes, what is the largest Spanish speaking city in the world? Oh, New York? No. Pass. A football game is played between two teams of how many players each? 11? Yes. Bob Marley passed away in what decade? Oh, 80s, 90s. 80s, yes. What is the current currency in Ireland? Pass. Oh, you got seven correct. That's pretty good. Chrissy, that's very good. Yeah. (laughs) And you got to all of the questions. So, I mean, you got more than 50%, right? Hey, I'm popping a ratchet-sized bottle of champagne right now. So you, Sarah. My girls. (laughs) Oh, Chrissy, now I really hope you win. Are you making mimosas or just drinking it straight? Mimosis. Mimosis.
4: Mimosis? Is that what I
3: walked in on? Celebratory mimosa. I love this. Win or lose. You deserve that entire bottle. Win
4: or lose, we always booze.
3: <laughs> that should be my motto Wait, in life. That was our
5: motto for our Beer League hockey team. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. That's, that's the motto of the Cougs, honestly.
3: Steve, <laughs> are you ready? Yeah, Karen. Yes. <laughs> What is the name of Jack Skeleton's dog in The Nightmare Before Christmas? Frankenweenie. No.
4: Oh. Um, Spot? No. Uh, Santa?
3: Ooh, no. (laughs) What Grey's Anatomy actor was named People's Sexiest Man Alive in 2023? Patrick Dempsey. Oh, yeah. Who sat on a wall before suffering a huge fall in the nursery? Yes. The Canadian flag is what two colors? Red and white. Yes. The typical dressing for coleslaw is mainly what ingredient? Ranch? No. Um, Blue Cheese? No. Mayo? Yes. Before embarking on a solo career, Beyonce was part of what musical group? Destiny's Child. Yes. What is the largest Spanish speaking city in the world? Peru? No. Spain? No. Mexico? No. These are cities, are they? <laughs> a <laughs> football game is played between two teams of how many players each? Eleven. Yes. Bob Marley passed away in what decade?
4: Uh, he passed away in the 80s.
3: Yes. What is the current currency in Ireland? Euros? Yes. And with that, you get eight correct. Wow. Which is barely a win, eight to seven. Snap. Uh, yeah. I'm so disappointed. Uh, I was it's pulling okay. We're for
5: gonna
4: drink our mimosas. <laughs> I, I guess at the end of the day you still awake. Right? Yeah. Right on, Chrissy. Thanks a lot.
5: She's definitely huh. winning this morning. By the way, you ever have a mimosa plus?
4: Is that with a shot of vodka?
5: Or gin, depending oh. on no. You. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I guess it's case by case. Case
5: by case. I've never had one with gin. That sounds... I mean, you have to be a lot more cautious. Two are... two mimosa pluses is a lot different than two mimosas.
4: If you're breakfast or brunch drinking, I guess it would be, are you going mimosas or are you going Bloody Marys?
5: I've done both. Recently, I've done both. I, I mean, I typically, go, I typically go mimosa at my house. I don't uh-huh. make Bloody Marys at home. So when I go out... Somewhere, I usually like to try the local Bloody Mary. Yeah. Like, what are the garnishes? What are the vodka options? Like, there's some that involve, like, garlic-infused or jalapeno-infused. So, yeah, I'm always down with that. Uh, ten with out of blood. ten
4: times, if you offered me a, a Bloody Mary or a mimosa, I'm going with a Bloody Mary every time. Every time. And, and I love going to different bars where they do have, like, a grilled cheese sandwich is yes. just attached to the Bloody Mary. Or chicken wings are, like, on a toothpick that are, like, it's insane how some of these are. Like, the Forum in, T- uh, in Puyallup, I think, actually it is. Uh, has, like, some crazy Bloody Marys.
5: I'm sure someone will text in what it's called. I think it might be called The Garage, but I'm probably garage screwing Garage of Bellingham. Up. No, it's, like, somewhere I mean, over on the peninsula or something. I, I'm really, maybe I'm screwing this up. But they had a beast mode that had a pack of Skittles <gasps> skewered onto it, too. I can't remember. But anyway. I
4: think there's a place called The Garage that's in, uh, is it Bellingham? Not Bellingham. What's the other B one? Bremerton.
5: That, maybe that's what the I'm thinking
4: of. of. What other B word one? The garage in Bremerton's got insane Bloody that's Marys. That's got to
5: be the one I'm thinking of that yes. had the beast mode with the Skittles. I've See?
4: actually been there during a hockey tournament. They had like a party there and it was, it was awesome. That place is great.
5: Let's, the only problem go. with Bloody Marys for me is like if I'm brunch
3: or if I'm day drinking, I, I want a lot of them. So a Bloody Mary, I can only have like one or two, and then it's over. With- oh yeah,
4: you at one, two tops. Like yeah. that's not something that you're going to drink all morning no, long. No. It's just a little much. But yeah, I'm just looking at they have the they're in the Bloody Mary Hall of Fame, and they've got the Bacon <gasps> Mary the Beast Mode. They've got the oh, Beast Mode Mary that has a bag of Skittles in it and onion rings and, and looks like <laughs> chicken wings. They've got the Bloody Maria, Maria, <laughs> the Bloody Maria, which has shrimp on it.
5: Oh, I, wow. want, I want all
4: of those. The Caesar Bloody Mary. They have the Cucumber Mary, the Grilled Cheese Mary, the Supreme Michelada. They've got so many different ones. They even have one. Oh my gosh. They imagine, have one with a cereal box on it.
5: Can you imagine working here and having to be trained on making all of these? No. That would be nuts. They have a surf and turf Mary that has steak,
4: hamburgers, and seafood on top of it.
3: Does Just, it have the price?
4: You know, maybe. Let's see. One kidney. This it has an eight-ounce steak on it. I don't see a price on this. That, that's smart. Holy probably. cow. The most
3: expensive drink you'll ever get. <laughs> and two shots on the side of it.
4: Danny, have you seen this yeah,
3: thing? Yeah, I'm looking
4: at it right this now. This thing is incredible. The BMM also, that's in a pitcher. 64-ounce oh, wow. pitcher. And it's got everything. The, oh. the Skittles, the burgers, the onion rings, the shots, the chicken wings. Okay,
5: the, right now I think that the mimosa needs to step up its game because you can't compete with this.
4: They have a manmosa-style Bloody Mary. Uh. That is basically a mimosa with vodka, orange juice. It's got drag strip chicken, a Belgian waffle.
6: <laughs> you know, I, I, the act- garage is just not messing around. They're actually not that bad, around 16 bucks a piece. Considering you get that much. That's stuff, a like, full that's meal. That's a steal. The shrimp one is 19, but like that's not that, because you get a meal with your Bloody Mary. One, some of
4: watermelon and cantaloupe.
6: These are phenomenal.
5: I think we should plan a field trip, I mean, we get
6: off at 10 a.m.
4: I mean, that's perfect (laughs) brunch to me. Straight to the garage in Bremerton? Yeah.
5: So those seem to be... Wow. Those seem to be well-priced drinks. But what about a $600,000 stop sign? (laughs) A $600,000 stop sign. Shockingly, it's already been stolen. And we're going to tell you about it after Weezer. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Thanks for joining The Daily Mig Show today. If you missed any part of our show, you can always check out our podcast, The Daily Mig Show, Daily Podcast. You can find it at KISW.com. You can download the Odyssey app.
4: Here at men's room that way, our show. If you missed out on Beat Migs, that's how you can listen back to it or whatever you enjoy from any of our shows. They're all there at the Odyssey app.
5: A-U-D-A-C-Y. Thieves are wild, man. And there's a guy that is suspected of stealing an artwork by Bansky of a stop sign.
4: Is it Banksy? Ba-
5: Banksy. Banksy. Sorry, ba- uh, Banksy. Banksy. Does anyone
4: even understand what this Banksy? dude's all about? But I'd imagine Taryn's not going to be able to tell me Banksy.
5: that. You- <laughs> Banksy. Banksy. Yeah. Banksy. It's a stop sign that was kind of decorated with three military drones, and he was arrested around Christmas in London for stealing this thing. And go figure, it was stolen within an hour of going up. So I don't know
4: much about Banksy other than I know people go crazy about this person's artwork. I don't know any. I don't even. Know I don't it's know. A any. Dude, is it a woman? I have no idea. I, I didn't
5: just, even know how to pronounce
4: it. I <laughs> even know <laughs> <laughs> you call Bansky, <laughs> but apparently, like whatever this Banksy dude did with this stop sign made it so that it would be worth six hundred thousand dollars.
5: I mean, who is, who is deciding that?
4: <laughs> six hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> well, I guess it all depends on who's willing to pay it.
5: I mean, is there a massive market for this stop sign?
4: Oh,
6: I'm sure there is. So, Banksy, uh, what I know.
4: There's a massive know, market for Banksy's art.
6: Yes. Yeah. What I know. No like, Bob Ross. <laughs> he, What I know about him is he was kind of like a guerrilla artist. That yes. was like, he is, his identity was unknown for years. I think they do know who he is now, but like, it's like one of those, like, he's still, they're not sure it's him. So, and his artwork still just randomly pops up randomly on street corners and stuff.
4: So, do we know, like, I mean, how, so he makes this art. Is it, does he ever? Sell his art, or does it? I, you know, what
6: I. Think this he, is how little I know about. The guy. I think he does because I've seen it in art, like like in the Met. Well, how does he get
4: the money done? I mean, if no one knows his identity, I mean, he can't give someone his Venmo,
6: right? I don't know. It's a great question. Cash maybe only, buddy. <laughs> maybe it's through like organization. I don't know.
4: Have you guys ever stolen like a street sign yes. or any? Okay, was it was it a stop sign? Was it a?
6: So in high school, we used that was our goal. We would try to get as many signs as possible, and the more like, like the harder the sign was to get, the more credit you would get. So mm-hmm. it's like we would try to. There was a Daniel Street, and I of course wanted that one. We'd get the stop signs. We'd go to construction sites. We'd steal the cones. We'd steal the lights that flash all night. And we had those like uh, in our band room when we would practice. That's funny.
4: That, that was the one thing my brother and I had. A, we were on a kick for a second where we'd go wherever, like, construction things were going on. You had that, 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 that yellow light yeah. that would it's flash orange, whatever. And him and I were, like, taking those and putting them in our room, thinking no one's going to figure that out. But we would put them up on the window in our bedroom. So, no, we didn't get in trouble with the law. But our parents finally were like, what the hell are you guys doing in these rooms? Like, because we would hide them during the day. And then they were like, you got to go return these things. Like, this is what the hell's wrong with you? But we never took street signs. I had some friends that loved taking... Signs that were like Gay Road. They thought that was awesome. Oh, go take! I think there's even like a spot somewhere uh in Tacoma where that that sign gets stolen a
5: lot. I would. There's one in Stanwood called Rectal Road. What? <laughs> <laughs> on while Island, technically. Sorry. Oh, Rectal, li- but it's spelled R-E-K-D-A-H-L or something like that. But it's pronounced Rectal.
4: Do are there homes on this road? Oh yeah, I would love nothing more than to live on Rectal Road because yeah. you. Do you think it's annoying to live on Rectal Road oh, yeah. because anytime you tell someone what your address is, like you're calling for a pizza, okay, where am I delivering it to? Uh, you know, four twenty Rectal Road, yeah. and it's like, no, seriously, what's what's your what's your address?
5: Lord knows I've lived in that community since like the mid '90s. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but it sure looks like Rectal, rectal road. road. Well, do you remember what happened yesterday when we played Hooker Shook?
4: Yes, yeah, Sarah lost.
5: <laughs> Sarah lost.
4: <laughs> oh. She took it in her Rectal Road. Actually, the day before.
5: (laughs) So far, she is 0-2 on the week. Will Sarah get a win before the weekend? We're going to find out when we play Hook or Shook next on The Rock.
2: The Daily Mix Show presents the Extreme Music Showdown. Let's play Hook or Shook. Please sign this waiver before we continue. Thank you. We'll drop a one-second snippet of the hook of a song. If you can't name the song, watch out. You're going to get shook.
5: Shook. Shook. The game is called Hook or Shook, where Danny plays one second of a hook from a song that he chose. We don't know what he picked, and we have to guess what it is. If you get it wrong, you get shook. And today, that is going to mean a shot of Tabasco to the dome.
4: Yeah, Frank's Head Red Hot Sauce was pretty popular yesterday, so there we go. To the dome, down the gullet.
5: Well, if we both get it right, guess who gets shook? It's Danny. Yeah. last time we played, and the time before that, Sarah lost. So she is going to pick who she will play against today. Is it going to be me, Taryn Daly, or him, Steve Miggs? You're
4: 0 for 2 so far.
5: Thanks for pointing that out again. Uh,
3: (laughs) I did Steve yesterday, so I'm going to share the love and do you, Taryn. Yes, let's go. Babe
5: (laughs) Babe versus babe. Sarah, I also want you to choose if you go first or last. I'm going to go last again. Again? I don't know if this is the strategy for you. Clearly not, but the first
3: loser, it's it's more time for me to, to be okay with this.
4: Or more time to get nervous about it, but yeah, okay.
3: This <laughs> is happening.
4: So I have the shot of Tabasco. I guess I'll start filling Fill it up because yeah. somebody's doing a shot of Tabasco. Oh, this is going to take a while because it's like that drip, drip kind. <laughs> drip, drip. <Yeah. laughs>
5: Danny, are you ready to play the game?
6: Let's go. Oh. Here we go, Taryn. Ooh, I can
4: hear that. I
5: know the band. No, you don't. Yes, I do. The band is Offspring. Is it not? It's Offspring? Oh, 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 wait, wait. No, Self-esteem no. by Offspring. Did I get it? Wrong. No. Ah, you're in the clear.
6: I want you bad. Yes, sir. I knew it. Oh.
5: Terrence, suck it. Loser <laughs> Oh no. Steve's already passing the Tabasco nearly. Oh
4: this is strong. I I I was a little heavy-handed on the shot, too.
5: That is way more than the Franks yesterday. It was, I know. That is way more Look than the that. Franks. Oh, my gosh.
4: And, and a f- fun fact, though, because the offspring, the lead singer of the offspring, what, uh, Dexter, he has his own line of hot sauce. Yes,
5: oh, that's yes. right. Maybe we
4: should do that on Monday in honor of him. Maybe he needs to sponsor this segment, <laughs> Hook or Shook. Look at Sarah. You I, dodged the bullet. Did you know the song?
3: Sure didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I am wait, beaming with happiness right now. You're yeah. I am. See, my strategy did work out. It
4: did for a change.
5: Woo-hoo! So if we, so wait, so I just have to take it. You don't even have to go. No, no, oh no. my god, you lost, you loser. That, yeah. Okay, here we go. Oh, nice job. Uh.
4: That's a girl who knows how to take a
5: shot. Yeah. I, guess, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like it better with a raw oyster in it.
4: Yeah, I can smell it from here.
5: Oh my oh. god, feel the burn, Terry. <laughs> feel it. Because
4: a lot of people have been texting saying, is this game going to be called How Do We Torture Sarah? But not anymore.
5: Wow. I was not expecting this. Well, that was a bummer for me.
6: Maybe we should have thought twice before giving oh the person God. who does the teases. I know. That, <laughs> I'm not helping. So,
4: like, typically, I would step in to help out. Uh, but you're <laughs> on your own, Taryn. You're just watching me suffer. Yeah, you got to power through this. The
5: drool. Uh, Look at her. Rockaholics, my goodness. <laughs> All morning, you've been hitting us up with calls and texts, and we haven't had a chance <laughs> to chat about everything, but we do want to talk to you. call us now if you want to chime in about anything that we hit on this morning 206 803 rock your calls and texts after pearl jam
2: the daily mig show
5: 99.9 kisw the rock of seattle if you're just joining us on the other side of pearl jam there i had to take a shot of tabasco because i lost the game hook or shook and my insides are on fire
4: okay that answers we just got a text that says taryn how you feeling Hot sauce daily.
5: <laughs> and here's the thing. I love hot sauce. I'm a spicy person. Yeah. But in mass quantity like that, it is not a good time.
4: What's your hot sauce of choice? I know some people are very particular about it.
5: Typically, I like Tapatio, but there's also a guy in a, like the I think he's in Blaine or something like that, maybe. Mm-hmm. Sumas, something like that up north near the border. He is. It's Funky's Hot Sauce. Funky's? Funky's Hot Sauce. I am sauce.
4: down to try Funky's Hot Sauce. You guys
5: get this. He won like a national hot sauce competition. His hot sauce won some big, you know, competition in New York City.
4: And he's based out of where? He's
5: based out of like north of Bellingham.
4: Does he just do like the farmers' markets, or like is he actually? I think have so. A- I
5: think he's in a couple of retail locations, but yeah, it's it's Funky's Hot Sauce, and he's got a ton.
4: I get. That's I mean, pun intended, I guess, but I fire. I get pretty fired up when I go to like a, a farmer's market and they got like the homemade barbecue sauce, the homemade oh, yeah. hot sauces. I like. I want to try
6: them all.
5: I'm a big condiment person. I love a condiment.
6: It's funny too. You said you mentioned if we're talking local hot sauce, you really need to try Bootsy's hot sauce. It's They're so funky and Bootsy. <laughs> yeah, Bootsy. Like Bootsy's awesome. They're out of West Seattle, and they they do like extra garlic ones, like mm-hmm. extra garlic habanero. Oh my gosh! If you can find Bootsy's hot sauce. I put on everything.
4: Mm. It's your Frank's Red Hot.
6: It really is. Dude, you know which one? I mean, I, I'm uh, maybe
4: basic, but I still love Tabasco. That's right. You I do? Know,
5: do you want to do a whole shot? I've no, got it right here. But I'll be there honest you with up.
4: you. I don't know what it is about the sm- the scent of Tabasco, but it just, it it, it, it like warms my soul. Oh. Like I want a, ca- a candle that smells like Tabasco oh, sauce. Oh
5: my God.
4: I could just smell- breathe
5: on you right now. <laughs> well, I don't
4: want that. That's a little, it's a little excessive. But I like, have you ever put it in, Um, I, I would always drip some of the Tabasco sauce in my clam chowder.
5: Oh, okay.
4: Like we red, I was at a Red Lobster once, and the lady who was the bartender was just like, "You want to have your mind blown?" I'm like, what "Kind of Red Lobster is this?" Let's go. <laughs> yes. And she's like, "Here, when you get your your clam chowder, just drop a couple droplets of the Tabasco sauce, swirl it in. Game changer.
5: Change your life.
4: I've never had." clam chowder again without some kind of like hot sauce but mainly tabasco is the one that worked the best
5: and this is the is this the red or the white clam chowder white white of course white. yeah would you put it in the red
4: i don't put anything in the
5: red you I don't eat the, the red I put
4: the red in the trash <laughs> <laughs> that's the
1: worst
5: all morning long rockaholics you've been hitting us up with awesome texts and calls and we haven't had the chance to really fully catch up so we're going to chat with russell in puyallup russell good morning good morning ladies and gentlemen how y'all doing super good russell what's on tap for you this fine friday just got done doing some delivering, actually. Oh, yeah? What were you delivering? I deliver for Uber Eats. Oh, right on.
4: I thought, say, I thought it was, like, set up for a joke. He's like, these nuts? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but...
5: What, could, what did you want to follow up on this morning from the Daily Mig show? Steve, you have got to be joking me with your hockey mask and paintball. A hockey mask is hockey... not suitable for paintball? No, it is not. Oh.
4: I don't remember saying I was going to wear a hockey mask. I was going to wear a hockey cup.
6: Yeah.
4: I heard hockey mask. Oh. oh did I say? I might have thought hockey cup and said hockey mask. That's, I've been guilty of that before where my brain doesn't put out what my mouth is saying.
5: Because the hockey mask, it only really covers like, yeah, that's your not eyes, help. right? Yeah. You're still going to take it in the teeth.
4: Well, yeah, nowadays, especially like the old school Jason mask.
5: So hey, tear you off, but uh, the way the hockey mask is, it'll cover your mouth. But it will not cover your eyes. Your yeah. eyes will get hit with all the shrapnel from a paintball.
4: Ooh. Yeah, the, I, yeah. I didn't mean hockey mask. If I said I was more about the cup, a goalie mask. Yeah, I don't though. care about my face. I just care about my crotch.
5: <laughs> Thanks, Russell. Thanks, Russell. You rock. Oh my god. I mean, the goalie mask covers like your like your neck and everything too, right? A little bit. Um, it has like almost like it,
4: it, a little bit comes down. So if you're if you have a proper stance, it will cover like your Adam's apple. But a lot of guys, myself included, we get. the... <laughs> sounds weird out of context, but. We get these things called danglers, and you hang them. <laughs> I bet and you do. It's kind of like this clear, like, um, uh, protective thing that just kind of hangs. The old-school goalies, you could see it a lot, but nowadays a lot of goalies don't wear those. They may have, like, a little bit of a throat guard, like that's like a, a padded thing that goes under around their neck. But, uh, yeah, there's a little bit of a lip that goes down below, that, that goes past your chin that will stop the puck if you are always in the right position. But I'm not that good of a goalie. <laughs> so sometimes I'm, like, looking up. I got once hit a puck in the neck. And it sucked, Ow. but I had one of these things. It was like it was called a Maltese neck guard, and it was basically like this kind of foam that, when on impact, oh. it, it will protect you.
5: Wow! And
4: I never would believe it because it felt soft. I'm like, this is not going to help me, but I'll get it anyway for just for peace of mind. And sure as that, the so puck hit me right in the throat. I felt it. But it was like, it went away quick. I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm still, I thought it died. Did like, it,
5: like, damage your windpipe? That's good. It didn't
4: hit me right there, thankfully. But it was still kind of a, you know, protection, like, your your, your, your collarbone also. But, like, that was kind of scary. Well, that's fun. Oh, yeah, super fun. <laughs> Juan
5: in Tucson. Juan? Danny B. Hey, Juan. What's up, bud? I met
4: Juan. Well, wa- back here in Lakewood again. Who's, what's going on? How do you guys know each no, other? <laughs> Yeah, I met Danny and Linda. Well, I met Linda on the plane too, son. And I met Danny outside in the parking lot.
6: Yeah. <laughs> For
4: a fight? Guys- I was
1: going to say, did you guys fight? <laughs>
6: Over Linda? <laughs> Dude, it was the greatest thing. So, so over the holidays, uh, I went to Tucson to pick up my daughter, Lily. She lives in Tucson. And Juan's called in before with some great suggestions on different things to eat in Tucson because he's from there. So I was in Tucson because I drove there. And my girlfriend was on the plane flying to Tucson. And she texted me and she says, hey, I just met a listener. His name's Juan, and I was like, Juan, the guy that gives the Sonoran hot dog. And he's sure enough, and they sat next to each other, talked the whole time. Small world, and then of, of course, I got off the plane and I get to meet Juan. It was awesome.
5: Well, that's awesome, Juan. You're a friend of the did show. Did you guys go? Did you guys go, uh, have some of those uh, sandwiches?
6: We, we, I've tried EGs before, so I, we did not. We went to a different restaurant in Tucson called El Charo, who they claim to oh, have yeah. invented the chimichanga.
4: Oh, I mean, that's I'm a not going statement. I mean, how do you call them on that? How I know, do
6: you prove that, <laughs> proved it, and it was delicious too. Well, right on, Juan. Thanks for calling in.
4: Right a on. few people have been texting in about the 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 dog, the 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 canine dogs that can tackle you when you wear like that that giant oh, protective yeah, yeah. suit. Someone said, my dad was a canine officer. They texted in at two oh six eight oh three Rock. And growing up, my brother and I, we got to wear the bite suit and get attacked by a dog. They're trained specifically to go for your arm, and it kind of feels like you to. What I imagine would be getting hit by a car. Jeez. He says it doesn't hurt, but it's very impactful. Another person says, yeah, dogs, they go for the arm, but the dog hits like a linebacker. Then it's mostly just pressure, and they shake you hard, and they try and pull you down. And another texter said, I think Ted Smith has done the dog suit thing, and he said it's terrifying because you still feel it.
5: Yeah, I I don't know that I would have the guts to do that.
4: I feel like that's something I'd be like, yeah, I want to do it. Yeah, I want to do it. And then once I put the suit on and I realize what I'm about to embark on, I don't want to do this anymore. It's like when people go on like a roller coaster and they're just like, "Yeah, this is gonna be awesome." And like, get me off this ride because I don't know. I don't want to handle this.
5: Yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think I'm down with that. I'll do a lot of extreme things. I like a little adrenaline rush, but I don't know if I want to have a dog take me down like that.
4: What would you say is the most extreme thing you've ever done?
5: Bungee jumping.
4: Bungee jumping, oh. which
5: you, I loved.
4: Did you do a bungee jumping into like a uh, into a body of water or?
5: It was, yes. There was water below. You got to decide if you wanted to be dunked or not. Mm-hmm. I chose no. I didn't really want to take, like, a face full of water and maybe, like, inhale it and then end up, like, coughing upside down or something like that, you know? I was just worried about (laughs) choking upside down, I guess. (laughs) But it was awesome. I always hear people that have talked about bungee jumping versus skydiving say that they would rather skydive than bungee jump, and I kind of, for some reason, feel the other way. I don't know. I lean
4: towards I'd rather Skydive than bungee jump, and I know it makes no sense because either one there's there's risk of both of those, but I don't know. Like knowing that, like I have something that's supposed to slow down my impact, makes me feel good as opposed to a bungee where I'm like I don't know. Like, it it seems a little too abrupt.
5: What about the base jumping, like uh, what happened across the street here a couple days ago off of a 37-story building in downtown Seattle? Total insanity.
4: I don't do a lot of extreme things, and it's sad, but I think the most extreme thing I might have done that I could think of is I rode the accelerator roller coaster at Knott's Berry Farm. I don't know if it still is, but I remember there was like a roller coaster travel channel show, and they would go around. I think, I can't remember. It might have been Bert Kreischer. It was, I think, the show that he used to host where he went around to all these different theme parks and before Burt Chrysler became a guy that could sell out stadiums, not stadium, but arenas. And it, the accelerator was known for, like, the fastest roller coaster. It goes, like, zero to 60, like, in, like, a half a second. It was, like, kind of ridiculous. So I was like, I kind of want to try that one. And that was definitely the one where you're waiting in line and you're watching just how fast that thing goes. You're like, did we want to keep... Waiting in line for this—is this, this is a good idea? My wife and I eventually went on it, and it was amazing.
5: Well, that's fun. I remember one called the Hulk that was like that. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, that one went from zero to whatever very quickly.
4: It goes from—it goes to a speed of eighty-two miles per hour in two point three seconds. Yeah.
5: Holy smokes. And it's not
4: very long. It's a quick ride. It's like, vroom. And then you go up, down, and you're done.
5: So I have a question. Do you have any problem with, like, motion sickness, like spinning or anything? You can do all that. I love that stuff. You love that?
4: As my daughter would call them, the loop-de-loops.
5: The loop-de-loops. Yeah. They are loop-de-loops. Okay, well, a recent poll asked, what is the one musical artist that you would want to see at that trippy New Vegas venue, The Sphere? I got to drive past it in a cab, and I was blown away by it. Who would you want to see there? We're going to tell you at 947 on The Rock.
2: The Daily Mix Show. The Daily Show. With Taryn Daly.
4: Wind her up and let her go. And Steve Miggs.
5: Do you have hoarding issues? (laughs) On The
2: Rock. 99.9 KISW.
5: The very first Blue Friday of the month. Thank you for being with The Daily Miggs Show this morning. And let's go, Hawks on Sunday. If you've been paying attention, to what's been going down in Las Vegas lately. It's all about the Sphere. And U2 is set to conclude the very first ever residency next month. At that point, though, the calendar is just wide open minus, I think, four nights of fish in April.
4: Which is fun- April 20th weekend. Go too. figure. I mean, it only makes sense. And I honestly, seeing fish at the Sphere... I definitely would want to be in a different mindset. Sure. uh, But that would be pretty amazing. Honestly, even you too, and I know you and I have talked about this before where we're both, neither one of us are fans of you (laughs) too at all. But I would like to see them live and seeing them live. I've seen some of the videos of people that have posted of them performing at the Sphere and it looked amazing like it almost made worth listening to their music almost for a couple of hours
5: <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of talk about who else could potentially be booked there Miley Cyrus Beyonce I'll see Miley Cyrus anywhere I
4: don't
7: think.
5: right yeah. I, I like that we're all team Miley uh even Dead and Company who they said yeah. it was the final tour last summer but there there's already rumors about what's going to happen I would go for Dead and Company for sure I know sure. you're
4: you're into the Grateful Dead and, and, oh and some my. of the jam bands and the, I mean Fish is as far as I'll go with the jam bands Fish
5: doesn't really it doesn't really scratch my itch for jam band stuff. It's just not my thing. I'm a little more in the, of the Deadhead uh, variety. Uh, but there's, there's lots of people. Lady Gaga, The Eagles, Kiss. You'd probably go see Kiss there, wouldn't you?
4: 1,000%, but I thought they were... Is it going to be their... Stu- are they ever stu-
5: really done?
4: Yeah. Honestly, even though it's someone who went to their final show and they, we had all this end-of-the-road tour and all that stuff, if they said, look, we are done, but we're going to do a, a quick residency at, in Vegas because it's just... We should. Yeah, As a KISS fan, I would love to see them with all the – because if anyone doesn't know what the Sphere is, it really is this giant ball-shaped venue that has a crazy LED screen on the outside. So I think when they don't promote anything on there, they just have like a, a random eyeball, eyeball. which is like watching people, which That's is what trippy. I saw
5: when I, when I that was saw? in my Uber going to the airport was the eyeball. And I'm like, how is this thing not causing accidents everywhere? It's and, very
4: distracting. And you know people in Vegas like the party. You don't think that's freaking people out?
5: It would definitely freak me out.
4: Is it look as good in person as it does in the videos that people post?
5: It's pretty rad. I obviously have not been inside of it, but it is pretty bonkers. They they're saying Taylor Swift would be a great choice for that. And I'm, can you imagine what would the tickets even cost <laughs> to see? T-swizzle at the, so the Sphere.
4: the entire inside is also like just like, yes. it's like wall-to-wall video screen. It's like, the, it's like IMAX on crack. Oh,
5: absolutely. And a lot of
4: our rockaholics are texting, in, and I 1,000% agree. Like, if you're going to pose the question, what band needs to be at the Sphere to do like a residency or some shows? Tool. Tool is absolutely the right answer. Everybody that's been texting in is like, I want to see Tool there. Because Tool does all those great visuals on, like, a uh, uh, big screen. Yes. But if you had that covering the entire venue...
5: Tool is at the, That's at the very top of my list. They'd be they'd be foolish not to get Tool in there.
4: Someone said, I have a feeling Tool would be pretty epic. Maynard would use the sphere and all its features. Yeah, I, I kind of wonder what kind of weird stuff he would do with that. Another person said, Rammstein. Oh, They're already yeah. insane. Couldn't imagine what they would look like in the sphere. I was thinking also, if anyone, it would be, um, you know them because they play like a lot of the festivals and it's more of like an EDM, jammy kind of. Uh, funky vibe, it's Grizz.
5: Oh, I love Grizz.
4: So it's it's like a funky DJ style to him, and I think in that room, that would be a party.
5: And he also plays the saxophone, which, as you know, I know one song on the saxophone, and it is Careless Whisper.
4: It's proving that there's at least one person that's cool <laughs> on the saxophone. <laughs>
5: wow. It was a big day if you were a Kraken fan yesterday. The team won. And also a member of our team just did something that led to having to apologize to a spouse. What exactly did he do? We're going to tell you on the Daily Migs download after Tool.
2: Knowledge is power. So give us five-ish minutes and we'll give you uh, some interesting stuff you can talk about at work. This is the Daily Migs download.
5: A.K.A. the DMD. Here's your
2: daily dose of doings happening in the world.
5: And what a pleasure to close out the morning with our dear friend, Ryan Castle. It sure is for you. It sure is for us. Thanks for joining us for the Daily Migs download. It Ryan. is time to get informed, Eureka Steve.
4: Positivity. <laughs> Always. 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 And hey, thanks to Palace Law, our friend Patrick Palace, for giving us the Daily Migs download. What, uh, and today, a perfect day for Ryan Castle. Put out your middle finger. It's National Bird Day. Oh, perfect. He <laughs> does that to us every day, though. Let's <laughs> talk about the Kraken. No birds were flying, but the Kraken were flying, beating the Ottawa Senators last night, 4-1 to one at 6 in a row. Wow. Dude, they're looking great these days.
7: Oh, you know, I have, I'm going to go to the game at the end of the month, so that'll probably break the streak because <laughs> I am every uh, local team's bad luck charm. Dude, Wah-wah. honestly, if
4: they go to the end of the month with this streak still going, at 6 in a row, it's at multiple games with points. I'm okay with that.
7: Then you're really going to be pissed off at me. <laughs>
4: <A> Mother <or> Huffer. <laughs> do you know who they're taking on?
7: Uh, I don't. It's on the 28th. Okay, I believe so. Is that
4: your first Kraken game?
7: It's going to be my first. Oh, I can't wait to hear think about it. Dude, going, it's a blast. Yeah. I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to tell you that the beers were expensive, <laughs> yes, and you will not strange. be wrong. How was the
4: game? No idea. <laughs> Spent two hundred dollars on beer. And shout out to Oliver Bjorkstrand, one of the players for your Kraken. He has eleven goals, eighteen assists this season in thirty-eight games, which made him the Kraken representative. He's been named to the All-Star team, which is awesome. I and I love that they posted this video on their social media pages. So he did not know he was going to be at the All-Star game. So he made vacation plans during that All-Star break with his wife. So Coach Dave Haxtell had to break the news to him, and here's the audio of that.
6: Uh, you and Joe, what are you guys doing over the break? You uh, have plans already? Yeah, we're going to San Diego. Can you change those plans and cancel that Airbnb? <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I probably can. <laughs> you, might to, you might have to book a flight to Toronto. Oh, really? All-Star game in Toronto. You're, uh, oh, you've are well. been chosen as our All-Star representative. Okay. And it's going to be announced tonight. Oh, wow. Okay. I appreciate that. All right. Now we'll let we'll the guys down, know dude. sometime later today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did not expect that at all.
4: Okay. Yeah, Oliver Bjorkstrand, reeks of positivity and enthusiasm. I
7: think his excitement was tempered by the fact that he has to go to Toronto instead of <laughs> San Diego.
4: Also, he's probably in the back of his mind thinking, I got to tell my wife we're not going on vacation because he did say that. He's like, yeah, my wife, not too pleased, but she understands it's for the All-Star Game. And he put it on his social media page, a picture of the Airbnb, and he wrote, like, cancel.
5: (laughs) Go Kraken. Google is testing new AI technology right here in Seattle that's going to improve traffic flow and reduce carbon emissions. Two words, one AI. I don't believe you. (laughs) So, Ryan, get this. The city of Seattle has partnered with Google's Project Greenlight. They want to decrease the amount of time that people spend sitting at red lights to decrease those carbon emissions. And 50% of emissions at intersections are from accelerating after stopping. Blow red
4: lights, boom, problem solved. There
5: we go. Pollution can be 29 times higher at intersections than on Seattle roads, and one of the intersections Ryan Castle is in Greenwood. Oh, great! And then there's two in Ballard. So we'll update you when we know more.
4: Yeah, Let's do it on Mercer too.
5: <laughs> that would be that yeah. would be lovely. If there's Good anyone call.
4: in our building, I think that cares about the environment, it would be Ryan Castle. That's a fact.
5: He's yelled at many people for not composting Dude, correctly.
4: Show me a tree, I'll hug it. <laughs> <laughs> that is like one of my favorite pastimes here at the station is watching somebody throw stuff away, and I'm like, oh man, if Ryan walks by. And sure as that, every time Ryan will walk by and then just judge them and correct them right and there it's, to their face. It's, let, let's be clear. It's not because I care. It's because it's so easy
7: to do the right thing. If you're put in a position where... You can do the right thing, and it's real easy. And you choose not to. That makes you a terrible person. It's I like easier that- just
4: to throw everything away in the trash,
7: though. It's not that hard. I
5: like that we grew it's up with Captain. It's it literally way. two inches onto the other side. I like that we grew up with Captain Planet, but today's kids have Ryan Castle. <laughs> yeah,
7: I'm not
4: even interested in saving the planet. <laughs> hey,
5: big news! I know a lot of people are trying to figure out who's
4: coming to T-Mobile Park. They said they had the big press conference that was going to happen. It happened yesterday. Us Pearl Jam fans were keeping our fingers crossed. And let down because the big announcement was the man who told me to F off. That's right. He's bringing his F off kid tour to T-Mobile Park. That's Billy Joel. And I guess it's going to be happening a one night performance. First time in eight years. And he's coming May 24th. Honestly, if I can get free tickets, I'll go to that in a heartbeat.
7: I think you're just just still salty about that uh, time in the airport when you were a kid. I would love nothing more.
4: And to, like, be able to, like, go there, sit in, like, maybe the front row or close to the front row and hold a sign up that just says, Billy, you told me to F off when I was a kid. Right. A thumbs like, up.
7: You and 1,000 other kids, right. I'm sure. It's probably like I tell my own kids to go F off on a daily. <laughs> Telling kids to F off and getting DUIs. That's <laughs> Billy Joel's thing.
5: The Seahawks are traveling to Arizona to take on the Cardinals this weekend, and we need a victory in order to keep any playoff hopes alive. Also, we need Green Bay to lose to Chicago. These are critical pieces of the Seahawks puzzle. We're trying to make it to the postseason for the 11th time in Pete Carroll's coaching history. But if we don't get in, it'll be the second time in three years that we missed the postseason.
7: Love watching the Packers lose. Also,
5: you want to know what else, Ryan Castle? This is a fun little history. Factoid, the game is played one day before the 40th anniversary of the AFC Championship game. I'm wearing the T-shirt. Oh, yeah. The Seahawks played on January 8th, 1984, where they lost to the Los Angeles Raiders 30-14. to 14.
7: It's a good, Dude, good thing to know. I'll keep that in my back pocket for trivia night. <laughs>
4: the part that blows my mind, that shirt is... That's the legit shirt. That's 40 years
7: old. My that mom
5: shirt. had this. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's good. older than me. Yeah, it looks good. There's no Eggs. holes in
4: it. I know. That's because they don't do laundry at the, the <laughs> daily house there. <laughs> and as far as weather, we're going to hit a high of 47 degrees. It's going to be cloudy as well. That's your Daily Migs download uh, for today.
5: Ryan Castle is up next yeah. with your morning 12 back on the rock.
2: The Daily Migs Show.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,